Welcome to Wait for Wait Food for Thought. In this podcast, I discuss all things related to health, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle advice. If you're looking for education, inspiration, motivation, or for some good old-fashioned rambling, you've come to the right place. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Happy listening. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Wait for Wait, Food for That podcast. I feel like every week that I sit down and record this podcast, it just gets later and later. It is currently 10 p.m. on a Monday night. I am so fucking tired, but we're here and we are going to talk about the good old topic of self-love. I feel like I, myself, I don't embody really self-love. I don't really focus on self-care. Not because I don't want to and not because I don't care about myself, but because I focus way, 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 way more of my attention on other people. I focus on other people's needs, other people's wants, what other people, how can I help other people? So much so that I detach all emotion associated with me, how I'm feeling, how I'm doing, what I want to be doing. And it's all become subconscious for me. Lately, I've been on this like self-care kick, y'all, and I feel like I'm fucking glowing. I feel like I'm the last person to hop on this train, and I feel like we're all in this like self-care, self-love kind of world right now, but I think that we embody self-care and self-love way more on social media than we do in real life. We always see people reposting about like, love yourself, and all of these memes about or or like inspirational posts from these random ass pages that somehow have like 300,000 followers on just like a quote that we all can relate to in terms of loving ourselves a little more, giving ourselves a little bit more attention, you know, saying no more often, but do we actually do these things or we do, do we just repost them because my ass just reposts them or I just see them and I, I just don't even relate because it's so foreign to me because I just don't focus that much attention on myself or my needs or my wants. So on today's episode, I want to talk about how you can invite more self-love and more, more self-care into your life in a more in, in a way that you can actually apply it. I feel like, you know, all of these these quotes and and these posts on Instagram are helpful, but what can we do in our day-to-day lives every single day to make sure that we are adding some sort of conscious self-care regimen into our lives? So when I think of self-care for myself, I, it's like I said, it's foreign to me. So when I'm doing it, I'm like, Ooh, this is fun. I'm in a bathtub with strawberry mint water with fucking bubbles and like 700 candles whilst watching Harry Potter. Are you kidding me? Like, should there be something that I I need to be doing right now? Like, do I have to like, am I neglecting something? It kind of feels like I'm, I'm, you know, crossing a line here. But what I'm finding is because it's so foreign to me, because I don't do it often, I value it way, way, way more. So you don't want to do and create a self-care routine for yourself that becomes mundane and becomes part of your normal every day-to-day routine. No, make sure that whatever it is that you're doing actually brings you joy, actually brings you awareness to yourself, to your body, to your being, and makes you feel present. Me taking a bath makes me feel so present. I love sitting in literally a scalding hot bath where I feel like I, my whole body is breaking under blisters because it's so fucking hot. And 
soaking up the bubbles. Like that is amazing with the window open so that it's also like really cold, but also really hot. So they never want to get out. Amazing. But I feel alive in that moment. I feel like I'm bringing awareness to myself, to my mind. There's nowhere else but here. Now, one of my coworkers told me that if I kept my hair natural, he would buy me lunch. And I was like, fuck that. I will never, ever, ever leave my hair natural because I absolutely hate it. Every time I leave my hair natural, I'm in a really bad mood and I want to go home (laughs) from whatever I'm doing. I feel like I'm not present. I fidget with my hair. I just like, I hate it. Um, and I already like don't wear makeup. So I feel like when I don't wear makeup and my hair's not done that I literally look like either a, an Oompa Loompa or B, a Chia pet. It really just depends on the temperamental weather. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I'll leave my hair natural. Came to work. It looked good when it was wet. You know, it was like, I was like, Oh, okay. I guess it's not as bad as I thought. Y'all this shit blew the fuck up. I thought I was about to fly the fuck away, but I started, I kept it for some reason. The next day, I kept it natural. The day after that, I kept it natural. And then eventually, I was like, first of all, this fucking looks ugly. So I looked up just some hair tutorials online. And I, I came across some really amazing accounts about, like, how to treat your natural hair really well. Um, I found out that I actually trashed the fuck out of my hair while shampooing, while brushing, while drying, while everything. Like, I, I couldn't be doing more things wrong to my hair. And I was like, cool. Now I'm learning something about how I can apply a self-care regimen to my mornings to make sure that I'm providing my hair with all the healthy shit it needs to be fucking glowing and to feel comfortable in my own skin to feel comfortable just being natural like this shit has saved me like 30 minutes every single day every single morning I literally work out shower put my product in my hair that I discovered works for me and then I dip and it's amazeballs like it's amazing and now I feel like I'm putting more attention into myself and more care into myself and then I'm paying more attention to how I can make myself healthier not how can I get ready as quickly as absolutely possible do my hair as quickly as possible even if I fry it so that I can get to work on time and feel like I look decent I just feel like that was so mindless and so just I was losing so much awareness towards myself and everything was just on autopilot and I didn't feel present in my body and these little routines that I do to make myself feel good like I'm starting to actually shave every single day in the shower do I need to shave every day in the shower no I genuinely don't I am the only Arab in my big ass family that didn't get the the curse of the thick Arab hair okay so god bless This is proof, y'all, that there is a God up above looking out for us, all right? He has our best interest in mind. We are not trying to be thick-haired out here, okay? But I shave anyway because it makes me feel like I'm taking care of myself. It makes my legs feel smooth and just, like, I feel clean. I feel clean. So what can you do every single day to feel clean, to feel like you are the best version of yourself, and to feel comfortable with yourself? I, I... there's a fine line within makeup. You know, we have this, this society that deems beauty as fake eyelashes, fake nails, extensions, or your hair is always done a ton of makeup, the best clothes. And you just look so, so, so put together and so clean and so, and so beautiful. But how can we strip those layers down to feel more beautiful with our own skin? within ourselves to save more time from 
focusing on how can we make ourselves look basically different and, and channel that time into making ourselves feel more alive and more aware. So that's why I used to be somebody that I would put makeup on every fucking day. You will not catch me leave the house without my foundation on, without a little bit of eyeshadow, without some mascara, without some blush, and my hair will have to be done. I will not leave the house. I did that from like fifth grade. I started doing my hair. I started wearing makeup around 10th grade and I wore makeup all throughout college and then for like three years after the fact. And then one day I just stopped. I literally could not let, look anybody in the eye. I felt like I looked awful. I felt like I looked like a uh, weathered up sponge. Okay. I just, I, I hated myself. And eventually I just, for some reason, again, I stuck with it and I started feeling more and more comfortable. And now when I put makeup on, I feel like a clown. Like <laughs> I look awful, but I also am not good at makeup. So it's probably because I'm not good at makeup and I made myself look like a clown. So yeah. But then when I compromised my makeup, I said, I, there's no way in hell I am not doing my fucking hair. And look where we are, you guys. Look where we are. I'm not doing my hair. I am on week like one. I may be going into week two now. And I am becoming more and more comfortable with just myself and spending more time taking care of myself, spending more time being present, spending more time on my workouts when usually I would cut them. I wouldn't cut my workout short, but I wouldn't stretch because I was like, oh, I have to go shower and do my hair before I have to go to work. So I, I'm trying to sit with myself more and take care of myself more and eat more mindfully and not, I am not a board eater, which I'm very thankful for. So if you're a board eater, make sure, make sure, make sure that you have healthy snacks nearby so that if you know that you're just going to continually eat, what can you eat that actually provides your body with some sort of nutritional benefit? But I'm not a board eater, but when I'm starving, or I, I can't function. Like I, I can't see straight. I feel like I'm dying. I'm so dramatic, but I feel like it's just cause I do a lot of cardio that, um, I'm just hungry all the time, but there are always like, there's some chips at work and they're not the, um, the most unhealthy chips, but they're chips. And I, I find myself just, just eating them when I, I just absolutely cannot focus, but I don't feel like lately I have been taking care of myself. I have just been eating when I'm hungry, but not being mindful about what I'm eating. And I'm, I'm starting to feel like I need to be more mindful about my overall health and how I take care of myself. I don't know if any of you guys know Sarah's day on Instagram. I believe it's S-A-R-A-H underscore D-A-Y, but she's pretty big. So if you type it in incorrectly, I'm sure she'll still pop up. But she has a new um, app called Sunny. This is not an ad also. It's called Sunny and it's a cooking app. It's S-U-N-E-E. -E. And it's $30. I think I paid $30 for three months up front. And the reason I bought it is because there are a shit ton of cooking recipes online. I can find vegan. I can find dairy free. I can find healthy. Anything that I want to find, I will find it. But with her app, she makes all these recipes they're delicious. They're healthy. You can filter them out by dairy flea, free, dairy flea. If you want dairy fleas in your, in your fucking food, that's a filter. Anyway, dairy free, gluten free, whatever. But I decided that if I want to actually eat healthy, if I want to put a priority on my health, then I have to pay for it. So I paid for this app because I know that now that I pay for it, I'm going to commit to it because I'm not going to pay for something that I'm not going to actually use. Like I'm not a mindful, mindless spender. 
So I've been looking up recipes now. Like I backed myself basically into a corner saying, you paid for this app. You paid for $30. It's not that much money, but you paid for it. So are you going to use it or are you just going to let it sit there and literally throw $30 out the window? Like some people work for an hour and a half, two hours for $30. Don't, don't waste your money. And, and now I find myself like looking up healthy smoothies and, and healthy smoothie bowls and healthy ice cream. Like she has ice cream on there. That's just the healthiest flavors and ingredients just frozen. And then it's delicious. So I highly recommend this app. If you're looking to add a healthier diet into your life, I've been eating poorly lately and I have felt so fatigued and just like literally tired all day, every single day. And I realize it's my diet and it's my sleep. So if you're not taking care of your sleep, if you're not taking care of your diet, you're not taking care of you. How can you ensure that you are eating foods that make you feel good, that, that, get, that provide you with nutrients that you need to flourish every single day? Like the food that we eat is supposed to nourish our bodies, it's supposed to give us energy, it's supposed to keep us healthy, it's supposed to keep like ward off diseases and viruses. And, and if anything happens to us in the future, it's supposed to fight that shit off. But now in the world of convenience, we have food for the, for the sake of satisfaction and we lose that sense of, of health. Like eating is survival. So how can you eat to survive in a healthy manner? So, you know, ask yourself, are you sleeping well? Are you eating well? And are you taking care of your body? Those are the three places to start. Are you working out? Are you eating well and are you sleeping well? And then you get into this new realm that I am in of treating yourself. I don't treat myself really. I don't really buy things for myself. I, I pay my bills and I really just don't. I just don't. Like unless I really want to buy something, then I'll buy it for myself. But I just made a big girl purchase, everybody. I bought a Ford Escape hybrid yesterday and I got it today. Um, very expensive, very expensive, but I like to back myself into corners because I know that I have committed to something and I don't like to stay comfortable. I don't like to just pay bills and have the bare minimum every single month. I like to put myself in a situation where, where I'm literally forced to work harder. And if I don't work harder, there are literally consequences either you know, debt collectors, if I'm not working hard enough to pay my bills, whatever the case may be. So I like putting myself in a situation that makes me uncomfortable because I, I actually work harder. Now, if you know that that's not good for you, if you back yourself into a corner and you're not that kind of person that kind of is more proactive and will actually solve any problems that you just created for yourself, don't do that. Be smarter about, you know, more conscious about what you're spending on. But I feel good about this purchase. This is my first new car. I, I'm would have never thought to buy myself something this nice. Like that's just not me because I don't really care. <laughs> and it's something that I, I value and I want to take care of. And I love road trips and I don't know. I just didn't compromise with anything with this car. And I, I'm very proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. Lately, I've been, it's just this pattern where the second I started thinking about, uh, this has happened about like three weeks ago. I started thinking to myself, I am tired. My, my cup is empty. I'm pouring all of my heart and soul into everybody else around me and I'm empty and I cannot expect people around me to fill up my own cup. I have to fill up my cup. And so by starting to focus and switch my perspective on knowing you guys, I will be there for you. I will support you. I will help you, but I have to help myself right now. Everything has just fallen into place so beautifully. Relationships around me have been good. 
things that have been stressful for me have been, have been way better. I feel like a load has been lifted off my shoulder because I'm focusing on my mental health. I'm focusing on the fact that I cannot control other people around me. I cannot control situations around me, but I can control my headspace. I can control how I feel and I can control how I react to certain situations. But the only way to do that is for me to take care of me, for me to make sure that I say no to certain things that I don't want to do and take my bubble bath instead (laughs) for me to say, you know what? I'm going to buy this, this shirt for myself today, or I'm going to go and fucking buy a car today on a whim because I know I deserve it. And I've been thinking about it for so long. And then I thought to myself, why not? Why can't I buy a car? I've been thinking about it for the last three fucking months. I haven't acted on it, but I'm going to act on it today. I got a tattoo a couple, a month ago or so that says planned spontaneity. I don't even remember if I talked about it on one of my podcast episodes, but I'm going to talk about it again because it's so fucking important. Planned spontaneity is my motto. I can be very impulsive, but I'm also very planned about it. Um, planned impulsivity. Oh, love that phrase. Love oxymorons. But that's kind of the life that I want to live is I see a vision for myself. I see a goal for myself. I know kind of what I want, the path that I want to get there or kind of where I want to be in a certain amount of time or where I want to travel, whatever. But the way that I get there can vary. And when I think about something impulsive, I realize that my impulsiveness is just suppressed like things that I actually genuinely want to do that I haven't actually acted upon that finally comes to the surface. And I'm like, Oh, if I don't do this right now, like I'm not, I'm doing myself an injustice. So tattoos and and this car, like these are my ways of expression and I'm going to go get another tattoo soon. Like I fucking love tattoos. And that is my way of treating myself. I love treating myself. I love looking at my tattoos and knowing that my story is on my arms. Like this is my story. They're not random. They have meaning behind all of them. And I feel proud to be able to add a piece of my soul onto my body. So what is it that you can do to make yourself be literally proud of yourself? How can you be proud of your accomplishments? How can you, if you're not, if you're working every single day and you're tired and you're not treating yourself, then what is the point of working every single day? If all you're doing is doing the bare minimum and paying your bills, what kind of a life is that? find something better. There is something better. Like there's always, 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 always an opportunity to rise above an opportunity to do better, to be better, to think better. You just have to want it badly enough and do your research to figure out how can you get out of the hole that you're in if you're in a hole. And if you're not in a hole, how can you be better while still appreciating this present moment? So I am going to end this podcast episode with two whatever floats your quotes for today. First one, a healthy self-love means we have no compulsion to justify to ourselves or others why we take vacations, why we sleep late, why we buy new shoes, why we spoil ourselves from time to time. We feel comfortable doing things which add quality and beauty to life. Beautifully said, y'all. Like you owe nobody nothing. If you're working your ass off and you want to treat yourself, treat yourself. If you're not working your ass off and you want to treat yourself, treat yourself. I don't give a fuck. If it makes you happy, if it makes you feel worthy if it ma- about yourself, if it makes you feel empowered and proud, then fucking do it. Just do it, y'all. Like, do it. Do whatever it is in life that makes you feel purposeful. Now, the last quote is, 
Self-compassion is simply giving the same kindness to ourselves that we would give to others. I genuinely needed to hear this quote because I give so much kindness to others. Just like, that's not meant to be like narcissistic. I'm just, I just do things for other people on a whim and all day, every day, because it, that's just so natural for me. And just the way that I grew up and the way that I was raised that I neglect myself and I am not as kind to myself at all as I am to other people. But I think that goes for most people. Like I think most people aren't as kind to themselves as they are to other people. Um, and, and it's, it's sad. It's sad that that's kind of our reality where we're so hard on ourselves. We think so poorly of ourselves. We look in the mirror and we see every single imperfection rather than every single thing that makes us beautiful. So with that, y'all, I hope you give yourself some self-love. I hope you go get your nails done. I hope you go to the gym. I hope you go on a run. Maybe buy a car. I don't know. Get a tattoo. I don't know. Cut your hair. Color it blue. I don't know. Be fun. Be spontaneous. Have some planned spontaneity in your life, everybody. And live your goddamn life and be fucking happy. And your happiness lies within you. So maybe it starts with a bubble bath. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're listening to this in the bubble bath. And if you are... I hope so. I hope so. And I hope you're having a great bubble bath. But the likelihood that you're in a bath right now is is slim and that's sad. Okay. So hop in the goddamn bath. Feel so free and just love yourselves, y'all. I don't know why I'm rambling on about bubble baths. I think I really want to take one. But I also really, 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 really want to go to bed because it's 10, 20 p.m. And that's not late for a lot of y'all. But this girl's been up since 6 And I'm tired and I'm going to work out early in the morning for myself and give myself some self-love. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to go now. So I hope you all have a wonderful, thunderful, self-care-filled rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is for you. And I look forward to speaking to you all next week.